Country 104, number one for new country. And we said this a million times before, but it always brings us such joy when we're able to speak on the phone with this individual because she is so genuine, she is so heartfelt, and we have some incredible news to share. Miss Tennille Towns is joining us this morning. Tennille, good morning to you. Good morning to you guys. How you been? I miss you guys. Oh, it has been far too long since we've seen or or since Kyle and I have talked to you. I mean, I was secretly pregnant last time we saw each other, Tennille. No way. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Last time we spoke, Russell uh, just did a baby announcement for us here at Country 104, and it was super hush hush. So it's, a lot has changed for us over here, and things have changed for you in so many incredible ways. And we're so excited that you're touring your own headline tour. Thank you. I'm freaking out. I'm so 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 <laughs> excited. I've it's like been on on the the dream list for a long time to get to be able to do a run like this, and I can't even believe it. I'm I'm so excited to get to come home and see everybody. I couldn't I couldn't have imagined a better place than to get to do this kind of tour at home. It's really awesome because it kicks off in London, Ontario, on December second. It is the Girl Who Didn't Care tour, and you know you mentioned before that you know this is going to be the first time that you're headlining your own show. Just talk about how how much work went into it and you know did it ever cross your mind like did it did it ever think like oh like am I going to be able to do this because like your career has just ramped up so fast and so quickly and so big you know it's it's gotten to this point in, in such a hurry oh goodness well thank you I mean I'm having so much fun and it definitely was on the horizon to get to to look at doing this tour a while ago and with everything going on in the world it's like all right are we going to be able to do this like um i've been you know dreaming up set lists in my journal thinking about how fun it would be to get to do these kind of shows for a while so the fact that we're getting to move forward with it and announcing it is just such a joy and um it really does it means so much to me to get to do this for the first time now, the tour is called Girl Who Didn't Care, of course, after the single. And you posted online about the moment you kind of felt the girl before leave you. And you posted a photo about you having to do a, a sing song, we'll say, at school wearing a dress. Is that still the, the most vivid moment in your mind of, the, you know, the past you? I think so. You know, it's funny. It's like you have all this wonder and belief and just this like unwavering idea of who you are and that any belief that anything's possible as a young kid and it slips like a little bit at a time you know and to me that was a a vivid moment there were I was struggling with the mic stand with this dress that I was stressed to be wearing and um heard some kids in the front row laughing and it was like I don't have I still to this day don't know if it was about me but it felt like it could have been and and that is like this moment of like oh I'm kind of scared to be up here I don't know about this anymore and it's, I, I didn't sing at school very much after that. It was kind of like, okay, just need to just stay quiet and do my thing. And and um, I'm I'm grateful that somehow I found the, the courage again to do it. But um, I think those kind of moments, you know, they 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 shape us. And and that is definitely a vivid memory to me of like starting to care about what other people thought so very much in eighth grade. You know. And I enjoyed reading that and finding out that you weren't comfortable in that dress at that age because, like you said, so many teens feel like they need to dress like the norm. And frankly, I am a big fan of your epic pantsuits because, girl, you have got some great jumpsuits. So. 
Thank you. I love rocking those jumpsuits. To this day, dresses still stress me out. So I, I love putting the pants <laughs> my favorite thing. Uh, for saying that. Um, but yeah, to anybody out there struggling with getting in front of people or not thinking your thing is cool enough, it's like, just keep going. I, I do promise the story gets better. <laughs> Listen, if you make it your own thing, it, it ends up becoming like the new the new trend and it's how you stand out from others, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, Tanil, I want to take us back here. A few years ago, you sat down with us and you had a debut single called Somebody's Daughter. And we played it for the first time here on Country 104. Talk about the time frame and kind of flash through everything from when that song first released and how well it did to now in only a few short years. I mean, what have been some of the standout moments that have, well, like kind of you've always had in the back of your head, like, oh, like there was this and that, and and now we're here. It's so crazy to think about that and kind of turn around and look back because it's been such a wonderful ride. So many special moments and great people. And, you know, I think being able to make that music and release, you know, that song as the first single and get to put out the whole record was such a dream and moments of getting to tour with so many of my heroes opening up for Miranda Dirk Spentley and um, now we're out with Brothers Osborne which is so cool and playing the Grand Ole Opry and just getting to to be out there playing these songs for people that's been the biggest highlight for me so I'm I'm still freaking out floating on cloud nine that this is all even still happening a couple of years later but it's it's been it's been so wonderful to feel like people have made room in their lives for the, the music. That's the greatest gift to me. And with being back out on tour now and traveling around, I saw that you posted a picture of your your empty fridge and how you usually do a fridge clean out before you go on tour. Now, has there ever been something that you've forgotten? Like you've come back from a couple of weeks on the road and you, you, you smell something. You're like, mm. oh, no. What did I leave in the fridge oh, or the cupboard? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> what What's the worst thing you found? Fridge before I leave. Recently, I feel like there was some shredded cheese that it just. Oh, oh like yeah. It's like, oh no, I forgot about this. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost twelve dollars and my fridge reeks. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so expensive that stuff. <laughs> oh man. Well, okay. So it kicks off December second in London, and then you have dates in Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatoon, Winnipeg. I know, you know, we're a little biased here in saying that, you know, the London location is definitely going to be the best show because it kicks the whole thing off. (laughs) But, but, you know, where are you looking forward to getting back to? Because, of course, we did have that long layoff of no live music and, you know, you weren't able to get up on stage. So where are you looking, you know, forward to really getting back up there? Oh, gosh, everywhere. (laughs) I'm just pumped that we, we get to do any of these shows. And I'm so happy we get to kick off the tour in London. I know that's going to be such a special night. And to just get to, to travel across a lot of Canada and be able to kind of go back to Alberta will, will be really cool. And um, all of these venues just looks really exciting. So I, I can't wait to, to play these shows. I'm so excited. Do you think there's going to be an adjustment for you getting back into touring mode? Because I know you have to like your body and like your mind has to adapt to whether you're you're on a bus or you're traveling so much. Are, are you ready to get back into that mode? Oh, I'm so ready. I've been just dying to get back to that motion for a long time. And um, we've kind of started things back up here a little bit and been opening up for these Brothers Osborne shows. And I've I've never been so thrilled to be so tired, you know. <laughs> it is definitely a, 
it's, a, it's an adjustment on all fronts of sleeping and just being in that, that movement and being around everybody. But it's just it's such a wonderful thing. I'm so grateful to be back. Now, the tour kicking off in December and going through the next couple of weeks through that. Is there anything we can expect? Maybe some holiday surprises? Will there be some Christmas songs in there? Ooh, you know, that's a, that's a good little prediction. There. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Kendra just perked because she gets ready for Christmas in now, now basically. So she's, I love it. she's fully on board for it. A little, little something to keep. Keep moving you along in the Christmas spirit soon. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, there you have it. Well, Tanil, listen, we are counting down the days till we get an opportunity to see you live here in London specifically. I know there's been some other shows in Toronto and stuff that artists have come through, but this is kind of the big one for London to kind of get things back into the swing of it. So we are we're counting down the days. We're circling our calendar and and we cannot wait to see you then. I can't wait, you guys. I'm so excited to see you then and sending everybody a whole bunch of love out there. And I can't wait to hug you guys and we'll see you soon. I've got my little yellow rubber boots ready to go. Oh, my gosh. You are (laughs) the That's so awesome. Thank you. (laughs) I can't wait to see them. (laughs) Tennille Towns, the Girl Who Didn't Care Tour, December 2nd, London Music Hall. Get ready to go. Thanks again, Tennille, for uh, for coming on with us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for telling everybody about the show. Really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys soon.